the national championship parade. Maybe we'll have another parade. I mean, this nationally known volleyball team, Coach McGuire, we always love having Coach McGuire on, never has his voice. Voice is always kind of failing him. I guess the man hollers a lot in practice or something. But uh, we're fortunate right out of the chute here to have Chanel Bramshiver, Schreiber, I should say. And uh, Chanel comes to us from Lovejoy, uh, Texas, big time. Uh, well, that's a great school district out there, that Lucas Lovejoy area in the Metroplex. Chanel, uh, uh, first of all, great to have you. And uh, congratulations, the Big 12 Libero of the year. I don't think that's ever happened for Baylor, so congrats on that. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's uh, that's a big that's a big honor. Now, I got to see that on social media. They kind of announced that in a fun way. And I guess that was Coach McGuire saying that. And, and what was that like, Chanel, when he, uh, when he made the big announcement? It seemed like the team was a little bit happy for you. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. I had no idea what was going on. And I saw Max, he had the camera up and he started recording. So I knew something was about to happen, but I, know, I had no <laughs> idea it was for me. So my teammates were super pumped. They literally attacked me and were throwing me around. It was like a mosh pit. So it was super fun. It was crazy. Man, now you've been named things before in the Metroplex. You were a big-time player and everything. Um, that is – now, have you always been uh, – when did the libero thing start for you? Because you're tall enough to – I'm sure you spent <laughs> some time in junior high doing some outside hitting and being up there at the net and all of that. When did, when did you kind of decide or your coaches decide, okay, this is where she needs to be? Yeah, I sure did. I had some fun in the front row for a couple years. Um, but then when I turned 15, 16, that's about the age when recruiting starts to get pretty heavy. So that's when I started making a switch because, you know, I'm, I'm 5'8", I'm not 6'1". So they decided the back row was the best spot for me, and that's when I started my transition. That's funny that 5'8 is considered like in volleyball. Well, she's kind of she's kind of short. I mean, like in, in real life, you know, you're very tall. You're a very tall young woman. So that's yeah. kind of an interesting way to look at it. So now you guys, I saw you on the, uh, y'all were headed to the bubble. Did you get to see at least some scenes from uh, on social media from the parade? I know y'all would have enjoyed being there, but you're in the bubble. They're in Omaha, Nebraska. Did you at least get to uh, see some some social media and some things from afar of the uh, of the big parade yesterday in Waco. Yeah, we did. Fortunately, we are friends with many of the basketball players. So, I mean, even on their their personal feed, we got to see super fun pictures and um, even some TikTok dances with with our president and um, Scott Drew. So that was super fun. I know we have Shelby, um, our president's daughter, on our staff, and she was kind of embarrassed about that, but we know we loved every second of it. <laughs> what what kind of player do you think uh, does Shelby ever get out there and show some of the skills? I think she played at Rice, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. Does she? Is she's mm-hmm. young enough to kind of get up there and demonstrate every every now and then. Does she ever kind of show you guys like, here's what I want? Oh, absolutely. That girl has still got a cannon on her, so and she doesn't <laughs> take it easy on us, and she has fun out there all the time with us. Well, you, you know, I, I guess now, how does that work when you're working on your digs and everything? Do you, do you, uh, I guess in practice and everything you get to, you know, Yossi seems to be someone who gets the highest vertical 
maybe has the highest amount of speed. I don't know if we measure that speed, but I, I would think she just absolutely crushes it. Does, does mm-hmm. having people like that on your team, how, how does that uh, help you going up against all these other teams? I mean, having people like Yossi and Lauren and Marika and all of our middles, it's just so helpful having, you know, big arms on the other side of the net. And so you get used to seeing super fast balls and um, just different kind of kinds of shots all the time. So going against very high-level um, hitters definitely helps you prepare for the tournament. All right, Chanel Bram uh, Schreiber on with us, and uh, she comes for the Metroplex, had a great run there, and ends up at uh, Baylor. She is the Big 12 Libero, uh, libero of the Year. Uh, Chanel, so did you kind of like it when you first became Libero, the fact that I always try to get my daughter, uh, who's in junior high now, to play. I was like, you should do that because you get to wear that different jersey, almost kind of like a soccer goalie or something. Was that? Uh, mm-hmm. Did you kind of like that aspect of it? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people do love the different color jersey, and it's very confusing for them. But um, that's just <laughs> no fun part of the position. <laughs> yeah, well, I, and how and, and how many different uh, those jerseys do you have? Like, uh, like, are there different colors? I mean, obviously, y'all pull out the different uniforms, the different libero jerseys. Do you have several in the arsenal? I mean, we get the same jerseys as the rest of the team. We just wear a different one each night. So it's kind of just mismatch. Pick whichever okay, one just, is your favorite. You're just mismatching. I like that. Uh, yes. And what? tell me what the um, the bubble is like. What uh, has that been like getting into Omaha? I did hear one of my spies on the team told me you you guys were one of five teams that were allowed to go to the Omaha Zoo yesterday. Mm-hmm. Was that uh, yeah. was that was that nice? I mean, now you've had access to the Dallas Zoo. I would bet as mm-hmm. a uh, as a kid, your parents probably took you to the Fort Worth Zoo, which was one of the best uh, zoos in the country. How did this zoo mm-hmm. stack up? I mean, it was it was cool. Being in the bubble has been a little different. Um, I honestly thought it was going to be a little stricter. I'm not going to lie, but. We've had some freedom. I got a text from my grandma saying, like, I thought you were supposed to be in the bubble. Why are you at the zoo? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. We're just, we're just going to go enjoy it. So it was really fun. We got to see, um, you know, some stuff in the aquarium they had, and they had a little swamp area, and there were a few other teams out there as well. So um, it was nice just to get some fresh air and be outside. Decent tiger. I always measure those places. Do they have a lion? Do they have a tiger and then a bear? They need to have at least a couple of bears. Did they? Did, were all those things represented? You know, I didn't get to see a bear, unfortunately. We did see um, a couple of lions and cheetahs, the giraffes, and they had a. They did have a cool aquarium where you could walk through this tunnel, and they had a bunch of sharks and things like that in the tank. But yeah, no bear, unfortunately. All right, we'll uh, we'll see if we can improve that zoo a little bit. Talking to Chanel uh, Bram Schreiber, the uh, Barrow of the Year in the Big Twelve. Go ahead, Stephen. Chanel, is it, is it a relief to get to this point of the season? I know you still have work in front of you, but uh, with with kind of the uncertainty around the postseason in the fall and uh, playing a full Big Twelve schedule in the fall, is it, is it nice to get to this point where hey, you, you get a chance to go on this run and, and actually participate in, in postseason play again? It definitely is. I feel like, you know, we've just been playing for so long. We had to go through all of our fall play, and then we go through the spring, and it's just 
so relieving get, finally getting to the postseason point and just showing everybody what we're made of and what we've been waiting for ultimately all year. So it's really nice to be here and just to get, get to play high-level volleyball. All right. How, now, how does a uh, scouting work? Like, do y'all uh, UMBC? We were kind of waiting the retrievers. Well, they were. They, we had a basketball run a few years ago, so I'm kind of familiar with Maryland, Baltimore County, and then Pepperdine, known in the past as a great volleyball school. They produce some great volleyball players. As a libero, when you're kind of trying to prepare for teams, what are you? What are you watching from a scouting standpoint? What are you trying to pick up on? Uh, some of the main things that I really focus on are uh, the other servers on the other side of the net, what zones they typically like to go to, or like if they favor, um, if they want to pick on the outsides, you know, we're going to help our outsides as much as we can so that they can focus on offense more than serve receive. And then you got to look at hitter tendencies as well, where they like to put the ball, what they look like on different kinds of sets, and if they like doing certain shots more than others. Um, and if the setters are active, you know, you got you to gotta play games with the setters, make sure that they're not dumping on you. So it's really nice to be able to know what their defense looks like on the other side as well so we can help out our hitters um, and just tell them what shots are available. Now, Chanel, have you developed a healthy, uh, I don't want to say hate, uh, we'll just call it a healthy <laughs> dislike for the University of Texas. Most of us that are, are Baylor people, I'm a longtime Baylor alum, we developed that over the years. Now, volleyball seems to have been a great – I mean, Baylor's won some over the past couple of years. Texas has won some. Is that is that one of, in your mind, one of the great rivalries in college volleyball at this point? I think it is a strong rivalry, um, but they're a highly respectable program. We don't hate them at all. We, uh, we really respect them, and it's always fun competing against them. We know it's going to be a fun – hot game and everyone is going to be um, ready to go. So, no, we love playing them. It's just, it's good rivalry to have in the Big 12. All right, Stephen, delete the part where she said they don't hate Texas, please. We don't want to have okay. that on the podcast, if you'll delete that part. Now, I tell you, Chanel, uh, Bram Schreiber, we're so excited for you guys. Now, does Coach McGuire, does he does he ever have his voice? Seems like every time I hear him talk and he comes on with us, man, it just seems like that dude is just, he's just spent. I mean, he pours it all into coaching you guys. Do you ever, like in the off season, do you ever talk to him and his voice sounds normal? You know, I think he might have permanently done some damage to the vocal cords, but it's okay because he has done it out of love and yelling at us all the time. And I'm sure he doesn't catch a break at home with the kids either. So he's he's always got to talk about something, that's for sure. All right, well, best of luck. We're going to um, – I think most of the games are supposed to be on some level of ESPN. We're going to kind of watch all this and follow all you guys. You'll be going tomorrow night. I know you guys are ready to get rolling in this tournament. Mm-hmm. And and once it starts, anything can happen. And uh, so, Chanel, congratulations. I, I, I saw some of those numbers, like 3.52 uh, digs a set. I mean, that's – and your percentages are just kind of off the charts. I. I wish I could say, like, last year I think it was 941 or something like that. But I, I do not know how you dig a ball coming in there at about 100 miles per hour. But uh, good for you. <laughs> good for you for figuring you. it out. By the way, do you have – do your wrist – like, how do you just – at some point do you sort of uh, get a callus where they're not – I mean, mine would just be constantly bruised and hor- horrible looking. What do you, what do you kind of have that prevents that? Or, or over the years – even wearing those sleeves, does it 
do you just kind of get used to it? It doesn't do anything to you. I mean, there's always going to be some wear and tear for sure. <laughs> some calluses on the hand, um, burns are, you know, just comes with the job. We have some elbow sleeves that help so we don't beat those up on the ground every single day. But, you know, you learn how to just play play through it most of the time. Everyone plays with some sort of pain, and that's ours. So, <laughs> Yeah, well, I honestly, the concussion thing is the thing that scares me the most in volleyball because it happens more in volleyball than people realize. So, Hopefully you just keep your head out of the way and uh, and then just keep playing great. We're uh, we're all rooting for you back in Waco and in all of Central Texas. Know that we're behind you and appreciate you coming on with us. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. You bet. There she goes, Chanel Bram Schreiber. All right, Stephen. I came right out of the shoot with a little bit shaky on that. Sometimes if you work too hard on making sure you got the name right, then you are destined to. Oh man, but I got it. I think I got. I think I got it rolling there with her. What a what a cool uh, young woman there, and uh, they're in the bubble. I mean, they're right there in the bubble. Calderon's in there with them. The young Calderon. I meant to ask her, Stephen. I think she's got some aces. Like she's really good at serving as well. So I would imagine she's got like some kind of jump serve <laughs> that she puts on them. Did you ever like at youth camp or anything like on a sin? volleyball type deal did you ever have show any uh proficiency or aptitude for for volleyball not really i mean i played some but i never felt like i was i was great at it gave gave good effort though you know and and really got in there and mixed it up but i'm just uh happy that chanel's grandma is kind of looking out for the security of the bubble she she seemed concerned that they were making a trip to the zoo yesterday just she wants she wants to make sure everybody's healthy yeah, I, I think she was worried about the animals. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all going to the zoo for during the bubble? They're calling this a controlled bubble. Like they can, I think occasionally they can maybe get to a controlled restaurant scene, but then I think that was early. And now that they're really bubbleized, the only times they can just, they can take like a zoo trip, but it's all very controlled. And then all the mills are catered in there to Omaha. And they tell me they can see out the window to the uh, College World Series. They can see out there, Stephen. Um, who will be there? Who will be at the College World Series this year? Stephen, the way it's going right now, Red Raiders will be there. Sorry, I don't know your Horn Frogs. You seem to be upset with the, uh, with the bullpen. But I, I don't know. Red Raiders, the only one from the uh, – and maybe Texas. Texas looks good, and Bears could get on a roll here. We'll see. We'll see. But TCU's got to figure that bullpen out. I, I floated your theory to a TCU buddy, and he was he said it, you were right on, Stephen. He was very upset about the bullpen for the Frogs. Okay, that was fun. A little volleyball. We like to throw change-ups. People like Mosley. Mosley just likes to talk about hoops, and that's true. I love NBA. I love college basketball. But occasionally we'll talk some volleyball. And um, – Libero, Stephen. Do you know what the libero does? You kind of get it. They they come in the back row, and mm-hmm. they don't ever make it up to the front row. So they kind of sub in. There's all there's like six of these rotations, of course, and then they sub in that back row, um, and then it, at some point they kind of sub them out of there. But they're they're what we like to call defensive specialists. They don't ever get up there to that front row. All right, we keep the front. I love the fact that we can, we think 5'8 is like a really short volleyball player. <laughs> yeah, just just stay back there in the back row. That, no, it's a tough position. I mean, as you said, you're kind of taking the best shot from the outside hitters in a lot of way and trying to get the ball back up for your team. So 
Uh, pretty incredible accomplishment that she was the best in the Big 12. Best libero in the Big 12. I think she was kind of done with me on my jersey talk. She's like, well, we just, yeah, we just, I were the other one. We just it's not a big deal, team. Matt. Just move, <laughs> just move, move on. on. Move Find on. a new slant. Stop, stop doing libero talk. She's good, though. Chanel Bram Schreiber. Man, big time player. Way to go, Calderon. The young Calderon made that all happen from the bubble. Okay, he's doing all kinds of stuff. I talked to him this morning, Stephen. I could hear the practice in the background. McGuire hollering, balls hitting all around him. And they got, I think they got Max out there running around grabbing volleyballs. Max, go get that ball. And he and he was talking to me while he was having to do all that. No, the Calderon, he doesn't do that. Okay, uh, we got a lot coming up. Oh, let's do some parade talk. All right, I I should have recorded a lot of it, Stephen, but I was <laughs> I was too busy. I was like in a fantasy camp. I saw all my old heroes, my Baylor heroes. We discuss the Baylor National Championship Parade next. There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy today with a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Highs top out at 75 degrees. Tonight we go up to a 50% chance of showers and storms. We drop to 55 and mostly cloudy tomorrow with a 40% chance of scattered showers and thunderstorms. Look for a high of only 66. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor Baseball, all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The Bears on the road in Big 12 play this weekend, headed to Lawrence to take on the Kansas Jayhawks. Games Friday at 6, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at noon for Baylor and KU. Coach Rod and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. Neighborworks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? Neighborworks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw waco.org to get started neighborworks waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority neighborworks waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way The Real Texas Gun Show is Saturday, April 17th and Sunday, April 18th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the shows. More than just guns, you'll also find prepper survivalist supplies and equipment, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and so much more. Head on down to the Real Texas Gun Show, April 17th, 9 to 5, and April 18th from 10 to 4, Harker Heights Event Center. The Real Real Texas Gun Show. Ah, oh, sun's out, guns out, Stephen. <laughs> All right, let's talk, though, 
about heart health. American Heart Association recommends adults consume at least two servings of fish each week containing omega-3s to help improve heart health. Uh, If you're not getting enough fatty fish in your diet, add Cooper Complete Advanced Omega-3 to your daily supplement regimen. I have. I not only feel better, I just feel like great about what, what I'm doing for my heart. I just think maybe this is going to all pay off uh, one of these days when I'm old. <laughs> I've got to get in there, actually. Cooper Complete Supplements, backed by Cooper Clinic physician and founder, Dr. Kenneth Cooper. He's 90. He's still going hard at it. Recommends vitamins and supplements to improve the quality and quantity of his patients' lives. All right, here's a special offer. Okay, go to coopercomplete.com. 10% off your purchase of Advanced Omega-3, plus get free shipping with any purchase of $60 or more. Now, here's all you need to do. I want you to take this vitamin quiz. I like this. The Cooper Vitamin Quiz. Go to coopervitaminquiz.com. Take that quiz, and you will get all these discounts. This is a great thing. Support your heart health with Cooper Complete Advanced Omega-3. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitchi Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitchi Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor basketball fans got more good news on Tuesday night. Mac Rose told Matt Mosley on Tuesday Jerome Tang was one of the top candidates for the UTEP job. So I know that they've got great interest and they've they've reached out to, to not just me but to, to to others and you know we'll keep a close eye. On, on that. Despite the interest, UTEP ended up hiring ACU head coach Joe Golding as their next head man, meaning Coach Tang will continue his great run with Scott Drew and Waco. Rangers outfielder Ronald Guzman went on the injured list with a torn meniscus on Tuesday. Rangers were able to break through last night, scoring eight runs in an 8-2 victory over the Rays. They'll continue their series with Tampa Bay tonight, broadcast at 5.30, first pitch at 6.10. You can hear it on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Good buddy of mine and a Baylor guy. And I was showing him some of the scenes last night from the parade. And uh, just a, uh, just quite a scene out there. I mean, ah, just thousands upon thousands of people. Steven, you're, you know, it's just, we're not used to seeing that anymore. And I thought, oh gosh, people are going to be getting on us for no mask or whatever. But it was outdoor. It was like, it went at the end of the parade, which is like Third Street or whatever, where the uh, city hall was. I mean, there was a huge stage. They did a lot of cool. They set up some uh, pyrotechnics and all sorts of confetti. Great speeches. Mac, who had just been on with us that day, uh, got up there and really gave a nice speech. Scott did. 
Uh, President Livingstone gave a nice one, and uh, and that was kind of fun. Saw her, she, uh, she and the uh, the uh, first gentleman got to. Uh, that was that was neat to see them later. I got to visit with them, and uh, Stephen, I took it in from boy, nice perch right up there on top of the uh, dichotomy. Now there's last night I got some coffee on my way out of town at a place called. Oh man, I wish I could remember it. Not not Gaslight. That was in a movie I saw last night. Um, Twilight. No, no, no. I, whatever. It was really cool. I wish I could remember it. So it was right over there around the corner. From, from, like, the courthouse, right across the street from the courthouse over there. That was a good coffee shop. Dichotomy has a great coffee shop and a bar, if you're into that sort of thing. And uh, there's another place called Brew, which has some other things. Like, there's, like, tons of coffee shops and, and cool stuff in Waco now. And then I like that one on Austin Avenue. What's that one I like, Stephen, so much that I've tried to send you to? Um, what's it called over there? Oh, right, right at, like, 25th in Austin or something. What is that place called? Do you remember? Anyway, I love that coffee shop as well. Um, Steven, I got up there on, at the top of Dichotomy, and um, that that was... You talking about Pinewood, Matt? Yes. I yes. love Pinewood. Yeah, that's a good place. And I liked it when they had that barbecue stand there, whatever those folks are named. Heim, Heim something. Anyway, uh, I'm doing really well with this. But the uh, used to have a little barbecue stand out there in the parking lot at the coffee shop. So I'd get a bunch of barbecue... And then I'd go in and get my coffee. So it was, uh, and then I think they even attached to it is a place where they sell, you know, if you want some drinks or anything, and they got a real cool area in the middle. That's a good place, Pinewood. These people ought to advertise with us. I talk about them so much. All right, Stephen, I'm up on the roof at Dichotomy, and I got a buddy there uh, at the coffee bar who used to uh, listen to me in Dallas. So he's always like, hey, Mosley, Mosley, go up here. Go taking care of us. And then two of our colleagues, Jackie and Terry, they got a spot up there early. Then, Stephen, I stood with some other fans of the radio station, a guy named Jeremy and his girlfriend, Caitlin. We all stood up there at the top and watched the parade come by. Great crowds. I mean, just just, just a really nice and, – and the cool thing about it is, I think early in the parade, you know, it was stacked about five or six deep. But then when it got down by us, which was about fifth in Austin – and we were up on that rooftop. They just came right across from the Alico building. It was uh, it thinned out, and it was just great. Nobody, it wasn't anybody being crazy. Like even that rooftop, everybody was just being real respectful. Except Stephen, almost had to get on some college kids. They, they, you know, it wasn't enough to be on a rooftop. They jumped over the ledge and then sat on the second story, dangling their legs. And it was all I could do not to be like, what, why, why. I think he had an SAE shirt on. It was an E-Dog. I mean, but I didn't. Steven, I held back. I just thought, you know what? If they fall off, they fall off. It's not my job to go turn them in. But I just thought, really? We're on a rooftop? you got to climb over the edge and then sit on the ed- sit on a, a, a different edge? Anyway, we enjoyed the heck out of it. Everybody was waving. One point, Steven, and I don't even know if I've met him in person. I probably haven't because of the COVID. Uh, I've seen him in person play but i've never like visited with him in person flagler looks up on the ledge and i kind of gave him a you know kind of just you know gave him a point or did something and and it was a moment adam flagler and i had a great moment during the parade kind of like hey 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 i see you up there i gave him a big hello so anyway steven afterwards i decide to 
to go. And I wanted you to come up there, Stephen, but I, I, I got I, you know, I got caught up in it, and so I stopped lobbying for you to come. And you just gotten off the radio, so whatever. And you're not a Baylor guy; you're a TCU man. So, but I think your mom would have. I mean, she would have loved this parade. Did your folks get to go, or, or did they did they not fight the crowds? You know, I didn't ask my mom what she ended up doing. I mean, okay. I, I imagine she probably tried to make her way out there. I don't know if it worked okay. out with timing, but. I think they would have loved it. I mean, it was a really cool scene. And so I make my way over there thinking I'm going to go try to talk to Scott and the gang and say hi to Jerome and all the guys. And I kind of started to worm my way up. And I saw, I saw uh, Quillen. I saw Nikki. I saw Darby. She was on, you know, on the set and all that. And so I tried to get closer and closer thinking, well, maybe the media will be allowed to talk to some of these folks. And then, Stephen, as I'm making my way up there, I look over and I see some old Baylor legends. And then I quickly realize Mr. Quick, who was on with us recently, Michael Williams. And so he and I start talking, and we really hit it off the other day on the air. And so we've kept in touch and been texting each other. He's just an all-around awesome guy. And I said, hey, I heard Terry was here. I heard Terry Teagle was here. And he, and he goes, I think that's Terry over there. And he walks over, and he makes sure it's Terry. And then, so Mr. Quick, the greatest player of, like, the 90s, uh, late 80s, early 90s, is introducing me uh, to Terry Teagle, my childhood hero. And, Stephen, you know, I joked that I'd be like the Beatles, just faint if I saw Teagle. And it was just so cool. Like, he... He almost kind of acted like, I mean, he was just, he could not have, I've always kind of been told he's hard to get a hold of, he's a little bit reclusive, doesn't come out very often. I mean, he was just the most awesome dude. And I think probably his reluctance to ever come out and make a big do, he was a, you know, he was in the NBA for a lot of years. He's just an East Texas guy who doesn't like to be very public with anything. But it turns out he's just incredibly gracious and nice. He's everything I wanted Terry Teagle to be all these years. So I knew either Vinny or Terry was there. I would have been thrilled to meet either one, and I got to meet Terry. And Terry had these shorts, cargo shorts or something on, and he had these brown, almost like work boots or like mountain boots uh, on, and and he had kind of a gray beard, uh, goatee. And and it was just like, Stephen, imagine whoever you're, you know, maybe it was Troy Aikman or somebody for you, and suddenly there they are. You've never ever been in, met him in person, and that that was a. And we just got to sit there and talk for like twenty minutes, and we took pictures together, and uh, that was awesome. And then David Wesley joined us. So Stephen, it was the best Baylor players from nineteen seventy eight or seventy nine all the way to when Wesley got out in ninety two, and then he went pro and uh, play. You know now he's the pre and post game guy for the Pelicans. All right, he does pre and post game TV for the New Orleans Pelicans and lives in New Orleans. I mean, he's just – but he's a great guy, too. Enjoyed visiting with him. Uh, I saw a lot of – Carol Dawson, the guy we had on, he was kind of leading the players, famous player who was going to Kansas. But when when, um, Wilt decided to leave Kansas, Carol Dawson decided to come to Baylor. Remember that story, Stephen? He was in the parade. Roy and Jane Nash, great, great family friends. Neighbor works Waco. And, uh, of course, we'll do the Big 12 basketball report this week, as we always do with NeighborWorks. But uh, Roy and Jane, Roy, who played in the late 60s, early 70s, he was out there, looked great, 6'7", Roy Nash. Pat Nunley, 
I mean, the list goes on and on. I, I couldn't. I saw Skinner. I, I, I was having trouble with the older guys because they just some of those 80s guys that I loved just look a little different. Now, I knew I've seen Nunley, so I knew what Nunley looked like. But some of those guys, like I feel like Frank Williams might have been there. Middleton, that might have been Robert uh, Middleton running around now that I'm thinking about it. But there, there were just some awesome ex-Baylor players. Bravo to Baylor for somehow, and I, I, I'd like to know who to credit for that. J-Mo may have helped out. David Kay may have chipped in on that. Uh, I don't know who all did that. Scott and his g- group, Ty Beard, who knows. But they all somehow reached out, and they had 130 former players walking in the parade. So, Stephen, for most people, I think seeing Davion and then Jared, the Mullet brothers, Flagler, Meyer, you know, all those guys come by, uh, Jared, Maceo, like that was the coolest, uh, Vital, of course, that Flo, Jordan, all those guys, uh, P- Patterson, that was the coolest part of the parade. You know, for me, a lifetime bear, it was just seeing all those former players. And, I mean, it was Greg Davis who came with Bliss and played at Baylor, did a really good job during some kind of lean times. Matt Seaman, who was maybe part of, like, Scott's first team it, when he came. We got hired in 2003, 2004, Seaman was a big part of that. Saw Samen walking down there. Uh, Steven, it was it was all I could do not to run down the stairs when I thought I saw Teagle in the parade and just kind of run out into the parade. Just see, hey, Terry, can I get a picture <laughs> with you? Stop traffic. <laughs> mm-hmm. They made somebody keep moving. Some, some one of the parade coordinators got on to uh, Vital and I'm trying to think who Vital was with. Vi- who was Vital with? He wasn't with Flagler. Whoever was with Vital, they got out of the car and were, like, moving around. Who would have been with Vital? Anyway, they they were working the crowd. They jumped out of the car and went. And some, some woman, I don't know who she was, I saw her run up to them, like, get back in that car. Y'all get back in that car. <laughs> so it was uh, it was quite a parade. And, uh I I uh, I just I was happy for everybody involved. I thought about like our show and our sponsor, Central National Bank. Um, Stephen, did you know? I found this out today. Central National Bank. We always talk about safe banking with our sponsor, Central National Bank. This just jumped into my head. Eighty-three percent of them have at least had their first vaccination. Eighty-three percent of of all the people. And all three, uh, well, there's two locations in Waco area, and then there's one in Temple and one in Austin. So let's call it four. Let's call it four locations of Central National Bank. 83%, Stephen, have been, have at least had one level of vaccination. The reason we bring that up is like we, if we're going to brag on safe banking, I mean, you want your bankers, you want to go in and see your banker, you want to go through drive through you want to feel good about things, well, they back it up. So, Stephen, are you going to give a slow clap? to Central National Bank for their uh, commitment to keeping their employees. Okay. Nice job, Brian. I feel like Brian's probably leading that. Brian Fonville, they say, is the one giving the injections, <laughs> which I and I don't even know if he has a medical background. He's got a graphic for each person that gets vaccinated. <laughs> They're like, Peggy, come back up here. Come back up here. <laughs> come on, okay? Peggy. I know you retired. Get a shot before you leave. Get, we need to get you vaccinated. We'll get you. A, but that's that's the kind of people they are. Joe's out there. Joe's, you know, he's he could be landing 
like a $30 million account, commercial account, but he's like, hey, I got to go get I got to go get one of these tellers vaccinated, okay? Y'all hold off. That's that's the kind of guy he is. Steve, does that sound like Joe to you? Yeah, yeah, it does. All right, um, Stephen, we got a lot of stuff going on. Okay, when we come back, we're going to probably need to hit some breaking news sounders. One involves a, well, two Baylor players have declared for the NBA draft. One of them won't surprise you. One of them might. That's next. Rediscover the thrill of driving with power and exceptional handling and control in a new 2021 Cadillac from Richard Car Cadillac. Whether you drive the dynamic 2021 CT4 or CT5 sedan or the sporty and spacious XT4, XT5, or XT6 lineup of SUVs, starting at only 32.9, the Cadillac of your dreams is waiting now to make your 2021 an exceptional year at an affordable price. Test drive from the expansive selection at Richard Car Cadillac or let us bring a test drive to you. Go to richardcarcadillac.com to schedule a test drive today. Who wouldn't agree that practice establishes positive habits? At First Central Credit Union, we're helping our members establish a habit of savings that comes with a chance of winning cash prizes. Establish a better savings routine with a First Central Credit Union Save to Win account. With as little as $25, start saving, and every $25 deposit is another chance to win. Up to $5,000 in quarterly prizes. Hurry, your Save to Win account must be activated before April 30th. Go online at firstcentralcu.com for official rules. Everything we do, we do for you. Subject to membership eligibility and application policies, member NCU. The certainty of springtime is here, and unfortunately, so is the coronavirus. Still feeling anxious, fearful, alone? We're here to help. I'm Vince Erickson with the Texans Recovering Together Crisis Counseling Program. We offer free, anonymous, and confidential emotional and mental health support. It's a toll-free call away, 866-576-1101 or online at trthotccp.org. The Crisis Counseling Program, we are committed in our partnership with the Waco McClendon County Public Health District to help you and our community recover from this disaster. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Steven Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor basketball fans got more good news on Tuesday night. Mac Rose told Matt Mosley on Tuesday Jerome Tang was one of the top candidates for the UTEP job. So I know that they've got great interest and they've they've reached out to 
not just me, but to, to, to others. And, you know, we'll keep a close eye on, on that. Despite the interest, UTEP ended up hiring ACU head coach Joe Golding as their next head man, meaning Coach Tang will continue his great run with Scott Drew and Waco. Rangers outfielder Ronald Guzman went on the injured list with a torn meniscus on Tuesday. Rangers were able to break through last night, scoring eight runs and an 8-2 victory over the Rays. They'll continue their series with Tampa Bay tonight, broadcast at 5.30, first pitch at 6.10. You can hear it on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. I had perfect strangers coming up to me last night saying things, Stephen, like, hey, Mosley, hey, Mosley, is that Terry Teagle over there? Is that, who is that? Is that, uh, is that Michael Williams? And they, so they, somehow they knew me. They're like local Waco, you know, so I guess. I just like sort of, you know, it's fine. Just be, we just had, Stephen, we had some listeners out there. Every once in a while, somebody just say, Mosley. Mo, one guy, Mr. Cunningham, uh, comes up and goes, listen to you every day. Glad you're okay. So sorry about the injury and all. He's Mr. Cunningham, and he was over with some good friends of mine, the Andersons. This guy had a beard, real distinctive looking older guy. And uh, it started, I started kind of thinking in my mind, I'm like, wait, is this? And I was like, wait, I asked somebody else. I said, is that McKay and Wes's dad? And, yeah, I'd gone to school with his sons. And uh, and McKay and I had been in law school together. So it just put it all together. So, Stephen, the, the Baylor family is just kind of, I mean, it, it's a big circle, okay? And we, uh, it, it goes through generations. I am the fourth generation. I skipped one. But I am the fourth generation. My great-grandparents went down to Baylor. In fact, my great-grandfather took a milk cow. What do you call that, Stephen? A dairy cow or whatever. Uh, took a cow with him in a train down to Baylor. So he would have, uh, I don't know. I don't know what you do with a cow. I mean, I guess you get the milk from it. And then maybe at some point you you, you slaughter it and eat it or something. I don't know. He had a cow with him down there at Baylor. Stephen, does that sound like a crazy story to you? Like somebody going yeah, off so to that Baylor insane. in the night? Yeah, that sounds insane. Did you say on a train? Yeah. He took the cow on a train? Well, how else would you? I don't yeah, think you'd I, put it in a trailer. I kind of think you may have taken a train from Dallas to. He would have been up from Anna, you know, Collin County somewhere. Uh, so he would have caught the train with the cow, and, and took the cow with him to college, and somehow the cow. <laughs> I don't. I, again, I'm not as <laughs> I'm not a 4-H background. I don't want to shock anyone here, even though I am from a kind of a country town. Um, I don't exactly know what you would do with the cow in the 1920s, but my great grandfather, Dow Hendricks, uh, had a brought a cow to to uh, Baylor with him, and uh, and I and I think he lived in a little place out in uh, Robinson. Isn't that where Tom and some people live? Robinson. That is, yeah. Tom and Garrett live out there. Uh, and now yeah. all I can think about is you like saying hi to your roommate, going past the mini fridge, and milking your cow in the dorm room there at i had i brought a cow to penland and just kept it right out there in the hall <laughs> oh man well we had a dorm we had an ra named martin knudsen martin was a big guy liked looking in the mirror did a lot of push-ups and uh, older guy we like martin uh knudsen real tough dude and uh martin was you know he 
it, it was easy for guys. I had a roommate who was real wild, and he'd come sneaking in at all hours through the window, may have been inebriated. And uh, our RA would do the same thing, Stephen. You know, the RA was supposed to monitor all that activity. Well, the RA was coming in late, too. He was sliding in about 2 a.m. So we really did not. Stephen, I don't, I, I, we probably didn't get a lot of leadership from our RA, but we all liked him. Martin Knudsen, man who did a lot of chin-ups, really kind of before his time, would have been a good MMA guy. Shout-out out there. Everybody remembers Martin Knudsen, Texas, 254-662-1660. Penland Hall, 1991 or 92 uh, uh, RA. Okay, Stephen, uh, with that, let's go to... Let's go to the newsroom, buddy. Uh, read for- yeah, yeah, there it is. Uh, Stephen is stepping into the newsroom. Stephen, let's start with the let's start with the more surprising news. I, I noticed Q kind of was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's happened here?" Let's go with the more surprising news first, involving Baylor basketball. According to uh, Matthew Mayer's Instagram, he says in a statement, thank you to everyone who helped me along the way. With that being said, I'll be declaring for the 2021 NBA draft while maintaining eligibility. So Matt is going to put his name in the in the hat here for the NBA draft. He has declared for the draft, but he's still maintaining his college eligibility. Now, everybody immediately thinks, well, <clears throat> you know, Maceo did this, Jared did it, so let's not freak out. It's not... I don't think this is that big of a deal. He's going to check it out, talk to the advisors. They'll tell him this and that. Tell him, hey, you're either ready. Hey, you need to come back. This is a good – I think it's a wise decision by by the Meyer family and, and Matthew Meyer. I'd hate to lose one of the Mullet brothers. Like, I don't even think Jackson would be able to function. Be like – Moffitt be like, I'm transferring. I'm going in the portal without uh, – portal. He might just go to the NBA with uh, Meyer. But he's going to explore uh, the NBA. This is not a big deal. I mean, it used to be, I think the way sometimes these news stories are presented makes everybody go like, what? But the, the way he wrote it or somebody wrote it was the right way to just say, listen, he's just, you, you want to include all the news. He is declaring for the draft, but he's not hiring an agent. So he's just going to go sample the waters. It's okay. And by the way, if he decides to leave, that's okay, too. I mean, we want him to stay, of course. And I think he could improve his standing. It's just that he's getting up in age. Not that much. Stephen, if you looked at Matthew Meyer, I bet Meyer's probably only, what, 22 years old or something. He's not, it's just in the NBA, some of these kids go into the NBA at 19. I mean, Luca arrives, he's 18, 19 years old. Uh, they're at 19, 20. You know, they get there at an extremely young age. So... You don't, you don't always want to be someone who plays all four years. That, again, that's okay. Stephen, how many years did Bain play at TCU? Did he play three years or did he play four years? He was there for three years. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was ready. He goes to the NBA. He's good. This guy's good. He's a good rookie. <clears throat> I forget exactly where he went. But Memphis. Where he, no, I, I'm sorry. I meant like the number he went. Oh, yeah. Draft. It was like late first round. I can't remember either. But I yeah. think it was like 30 but I'm just saying he. He was ready. He was seasoned. He was ready, and he's performed extremely well. Uh, I like to see how he and Sadiq Bay and some of these seasoned guys do. Sadiq Bay from Nova has been really good for Detroit. So Meyer would not be that seasoned because he hasn't started. He's been a contributor. This year he became a huge contributor. I mean, he played plenty of minutes. 
So this year he jumped up there and was playing 20 to 25 minutes. I see on Twitter people saying he, he hasn't even started. Well, and again, I'm not comparing him to this player. Let me just say Devin Booker barely started, if at all, at Kentucky. And he's now one of the best players in the NBA. So I don't think we should say, oh, he didn't even start. He's never started at Baylor. I'm just saying, let's let's watch, let's let this play out, okay? He we we got to be we we want these guys to come back, but I think we have to be happy for them no matter what. You know, I've changed sort of in my thinking over the years. I used to man at one point I felt like I was begging Udo to stay years ago. Well, he you know it didn't he didn't have a great NBA career, but he but he was taken like fifth or sixth overall. I mean that's that's enormous money. You can't. If, you, if you're going to get taken in the top ten, you can't come back. I mean, it's just almost impossible to come back if you think you're going to be top ten. Now, Meyer's not. Meyer's being projected probably in like the 40s in the second round. I think he could improve his standing. All I'm saying is I'm, I'm for him no matter what he decides, and I think most Baylor people agree. I've just seen a lot of how he's never started. It's almost kind of like, why is he even trying this? It's smart. He's going to play in the NBA someday. Why in the world wouldn't you sample the waters? I, I mean, I'm all for it, and, and, I, and I think he'll come back because I think if he's going to be like a primary scorer starter next year's team, I think that's hugely appealing to him. But it's, it's also not bad to go out with a national title. And you know what? If Let's say he leaves. Steven, you know what this would be like? It's like every other team that's always up there at the top that's not there this year, but like Duke, Kentucky, somewhat Nova, not always Nova. Um, it'll be like Gonzaga this year. They're going to lose a lot of players. Yeah, he's already you know, come out. Some of these guys are going to come out. Obviously, Suggs is going to come out. Baylor will be just like everybody else that are like great top five elite teams. They lose three or four players every year to the NBA. That's okay. That's a sign. That's a great sign. So if he leaves, I don't think we should freak out. Uh, if he stays, awesome. You know, that's going to be, we'll all have, we'll have another parade. It'll just be about Meyer. He'll love it. It'll just be like a Mullet Brothers parade. All right. We'll do a whole other thing, and I'll get up on top of Dichotomy and wave at everybody. Okay. Thanks for everybody who came by to see me yesterday. Stephen, I don't, I don't know if anybody did, but I just wanted to say that. Uh, Stephen, can you hit the, uh, I think we have some more breaking news. All right, let's do that other one. Uh, Stephen is stepping into the ESPN Central Texas newsroom. Going to give him just a little time to make it over there. And uh, Stephen, uh, go ahead. This comes from Baylor guard Davion Mitchell. And he said in a statement, he thanked his fans. He thanked his family. Um, but he also said he is entering the 2021 NBA draft. And Matt, he is going to hire an agent. So he will not maintain his college eligibility. Davion Mitchell leaving Baylor for the NBA draft. Uh, latest projection I saw on ESPN.com. He is slated to be in the number seven pick overall. Fran Trishill on our show said he thought he was a certified lottery pick. So obviously a, a, a lot of um, hype for, for Davion's stock right now. Yeah, we got to give Fran. Uh, Fran's first to say it. Franz does some good stuff this year. He kind of woke up Vital. He challenged Mark Vital, said something was wrong with him. Vital kind of called him out after the game or the next game or whatever. I like that. I like he kind of he got after Vital a little bit. That's fun. 
That is fun. Maybe EJ was with him. I'm trying to think who EJ was with. Maybe he was with Vital. Uh, boy, they were at the Capitol yesterday. So anyway, Mitchell, not unexpected. The news had already been reported, and then McClure, like, shot it down and said, that's not true, fake news. Well, now, because he said it on his Instagram, you know what I like about Davion, Stephen, is that he, he had uh, Coach Brooks tweet it for him, like, like retweet it for him somehow. Like, Davion hasn't tweeted in several months. It just didn't even bother to, like, try to tweet it. Just kind of like, eh, whatever. I don't, I'm kind of tired of tweeting. So some, sometime before the bubble or sometime this season, Davion just stopped tweeting. No matter what people said to him. In fact, you can't even find. It's hard to, if you do a search for like at HoopCulture13, which is his handle, like nothing comes up. It's almost like he just completely unplugged. Steven, wouldn't, we, wouldn't you love to do that? Just kind of. I mean, I almost kind of admire. There's people in management in our building that that basically think social media will probably go away at some point. Like, they don't have Twitter accounts. They don't have Facebook. Steven, do you do you think we would be happier? Now, we probably wouldn't be. Uh, we probably would be. It would be bad for our job. We need to follow all that stuff. But do you think we'd be happier without social media? Yeah, probably so. <laughs> I think there's actually, like, studies that show that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think that would they should talk about that out at Woodway. Steven, are y'all meeting again at Woodway? We are, okay. yeah. That's right. Y'all started back like eight months ago. <laughs> we took like a week off and then just got back at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, well, I tell you, thank you to Central National Bank, NeighborWorks. Uh, boy, it just it, the line keeps schmaltzes. We just have such great people, NeighborWorks Waco, uh, that are uh, that are behind us through thick or thin. Stephen, I don't want to, I don't want to get too out there over my skis, but a certain lawyer in town is talking to me tomorrow. Wants to be part of the Mosley and Simcox extravaganza. Oh, good. All I thought right? it was like a legal issue. I'm glad that everything's okay. Says we have some issues with the IRS. Wants to talk to us about it. <laughs> we have to send him down the hall for that. <laughs> I'd like a settlement, please, this year. like to see if I could get a little settlement. All right. Uh, no, Steve, that'll be exciting. We'll just see. Okay. I might have gone to law school with this man, but I don't want to make it too specific. I don't know if he wants to be thrown out there yet. Okay. Very big time personal injury lawyer in Central Texas, all right? That's all I'll say, okay? Did I get that right, Craig? All right, Stephen, uh, that was good. That was fun, and uh, we will uh, do it all again tomorrow. I believe tomorrow's a Thursday. we got the Baylor coach. we got uh, we got uh, Dave Aranda. We've got uh, women's record-setting golf coach. I mean, it's if you want Baylor, you better just kind of stick it right here. And then, of course, the J-Mo Show follows us. Huge Baylor bear. So it's Baylor Mosley followed by Baylor Morris, and we'll turn it over to him right now. For Stephen Simcox, I'm Matt Mosley. Good night.